Hey everyone, welcome back to Vampire Weekday. Once again, I'm joined by my co-host Kevin as we discuss Houston, Dubai, the last of the Japanese bonus tracks for Father of the Bride, Vampire Weekend's fourth album. Fun, quick, short, not much to it, honestly. What, what were your impressions, Kevin? Yeah, I mean, this is a, this is a really fun, like you said, fun sounding song that is. Um, the first of the, the three bonus tracks that we were gifted after this album was officially released and um, a pleasure to listen to a, like really, really kind of a fun, fun, fun song to listen to. Uh, but like a lot of these, I just have not dug into the lyrics until now. And it might not be a fun song as it turns out. Yeah. For a, a little info needed info, the flight from Houston to Dubai there is nonstop flights uh, about every other day, and they are all about $750. So I wanted to look it up because I actually was curious, like, why this flight specifically? And my first thought was, is this the longest commercial flight in the world? And <laughs> it is like 14 and a half hours, but the it's not even top 10. The longest commercial flight in the world is from Singapore to Newark. It is okay. 9,540 miles, and it clocks in as a scheduled flight time of 17 hours and 50 minutes. That's wild. The entire the aircraft that they use is entirely uh, first class and business class because they don't think that anybody would buy a coach ticket for 18 hours. Yeah, um, I'd, I'd imagine. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I also couldn't be in a plane for 18 hours, but that's a whole other story. Anyway... We're not going to Singapore. We're going to Houston, Dubai. <laughs> well, we're and then, we're, and then ready yeah, for we're this. going to Dubai. They're then, leaving Houston, right? But but then ready for this, Dubai to Houston. Hmm. True. I don't. I don't know if you caught that one, but that's happening. <laughs> the the last the outro though indicates that the final destination is Dubai. Yeah, I um. I have a different theory about how this song ends. Um, but <laughs> if, he die? I think he either dies or kills himself. But I mean, we'll we'll get to that. Wow. Okay. <laughs> a lot going on. I don't know what you thought, but <laughs> definitely not that. Okay. <laughs> Good talk. <laughs> um, but yeah, we can dive in. Um, Houston, Dubai, Dubai to Houston, the country's young, but the land is deep. Houston, Dubai, Dubai to Houston, I just want to wake up where I want to sleep, went to sleep. So at first, it's the apparent story is a guy who's just kind of traveling back and forth and just wants to not have to travel anymore. The thing that stuck out to me immediately about these two cities is their oil connection. Yes. And that is only made more apparent when it says, but the land is deep. I interpret it as the land is deep and filled with oil. I thought the Texas same exact thing. Yes. And Dubai also are rich in oil. So um, so those, that's immediately what my mind went to um, when, when reading this. Yeah. And I think that, that was my immediate read of it too. And I really do not think it goes deeper than that. I think this is just far more narrative of a song than we're used to with typical Vampire Weekend songs. 
Um, and I think we get the sense, I mean, we'll go through this line by line. We get the sense that this is a guy who's from Texas who literally just works for an oil company and is like, wow, I wish I didn't have to travel so much. It feels like a cowboy song. Like this is something that Glenn Campbell would have sung in the 60s if they had 15-hour flights in the 60s. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I, I kind of was surprised after reading the first stanza that it didn't go into woke vampire weekend um because who better to bully than oil companies right for sure and so i mean we just saw the um oil company in mexico set the ocean on fire the everyday so topical is always vampire weekend it gave both the doomers and the memers just tons of content. And if you balance those appropriately, you get yourself a really good Twitter feed for a couple of days. <laughs> that's, that's the goal. That's the only thing that matters, right? It's a healthy balance. Yeah. <laughs> your, keep your yourself Twitter honest, feed. but keep, keep yourself honest, but keep yourself entertained. <laughs> so it goes on as this old world keeps turning me through my fever dream. Houston just the 99, Dubai's 118. What what was your impression on all this? I do not know what they meant by these 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 numbers, to be honest with you. I couldn't find anything that made sense about it. Uh, did you have anything? Yeah, so um, 99 is a reference to State Highway 99 in Texas. And then oh. 118 is probably referencing the 118 downtown Dubai skyscraper, according to Genius. Interesting. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess I, I, I didn't know either of those things. So that's a, that's, a good, that's a good find. Yeah. So at first I thought it was like both of them were skyscrapers, but it seems like only one of them. So the Texas State Highway 99 um, opened in 1994. Interesting. Uh, so it's pretty recent. Um, so Houston just did 99. So they just yeah. I mean, it it feels like a bit of a stretch, but also I don't know what I mean. We we don't have anything else to go off of here. So I don't I'm know. I'm all in on this. Perfect. That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> um yeah and then dubai according to genius there's a 118 downtown dubai skyscraper let me look this thing up now i want to i want to i want to look at this because dubai has say what you will about dubai but they have just some incredible incredible structures and feats of engineering the 118 housing development in dubai united arab emirates they have the the um, the domain the one eighteen dot com. There's also Merdeka one eighteen in Malaysia. Oh, so we got a whole sort of things going on here. We got I a mean, subcategory we... of one eighteens. Wait, so I'm seeing here that the one eighteen in Dubai is home to twenty eight luxury residences only yes wow i mean i guess it's not as tall as i originally thought it was but like it's a very large building and it yeah, looks yeah that's not a lot of residences for how large that is yes 
commentary on the wealthy class could be could be <laughs> it always good for, all, for all we know <laughs> um what did you get from the first two lines of that verse as this old world so if we want to I think it helps to accept the premises that you've set forward here, that we look at a new state highway and this big new fancy building, right? So if we take those as our premises, as this old world keeps turning me through my fever dream, a fever dream in this case, I can't imagine we're looking at this through a positive connotation. This is a fever dream in the sense of like, it's just this kind of like whirlwind of things that's happening and it's vacuous. You're not necessarily able to tie anything down in particular. You're just, it's just kind of happening to you. And if you're in the situation where you're like flying this route, I mean, even if you fly this thing once or twice a month, I mean, that's still going to wreck you, you know? Um, and so you're going to be jet lagged. You're going to be speaking multiple different languages. I mean, you're going to, obviously you're important enough to be sent back and forth all this stuff is going on around you. Um, these, these brand new buildings you're putting up, these new highways you're going through, and then it's just kind of happening around you because you can't really get a sense of it. I guess that's really my only thought on what that might be. Yeah. Um, I, I could see it as maybe a passage of time thing, just like happening over and over again, mm -hmm. where in Houston, he drives the 99 and then in Dubai, he stays in the 118. Maybe he's a really oh. wealthy oil tycoon. I see. Okay. Could be. One interesting thing about this song is how it will be obsolete. It became obsolete through the COVID pandemic because travel like this probably won't ever resume fully. Well, it's funny you say that because I feel like a lot of a lot of folks I talk to are in a travel kind of centric work environment. Um, it seems like they're getting back to it. And, mm. you know, I have opinions on that subject and I won't share them here, but you're right. You feel like this is the sort of thing that wouldn't necessarily have to happen anymore, but maybe it still will. I mean, we're rec recording this podcast on Zoom. You can do oil deals on Zoom. Exactly. What's, no, what's I, more important, a podcast or an oil deal? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Again, I have opinions on that too, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like, why should you? I mean, maybe you travel once to check out the facility, shake a couple of hands, you know, say you did something. But other than that, um, it's really become apparent that we really do not need to travel. I mean, a lot of folks don't even need to be in the office if they don't want to be. Yeah. What, How funny. Uh, what is Vampire Weekday's uh, stance on um, consultants? Um, so technically, I am a consultant. I think we need to make that clear. Um, so pro-consultant. <laughs> I would say pro-consultant in general. I mean, people need to get their jobs done. People need to pay some bills. Um I don't want to get too political on this to have a, a, an opinion about consultants, Nico. But um, yeah, I mean, as a as a consultant and as someone who enjoys their job, I mean, sure, let's be pro consultant. <laughs> okay, <laughs> here first. So back to the song. Repeat the chorus again, um, and then no, verse okay, this two. Is yeah a little more to the story here 
I got a wife back home, you know. She always thinks I cheat. I think about those Denton days when life was light and sweet. You know what's in Denton, Kevin? My understanding is that Denton is home to the University of North Texas. Yep, go mean green. Go mean green. That um, When again, that's another fun story right there. Um, Joe Green is the yep. reason they yeah, became the mean green, which is just so, so cool. Um, literally, like, they called Mean Joe Green Mean Joe Green before they made the school the Mean Green, which is so dope. Anyway, this adds a lot more flavor to the song. So, obviously, the first two lines, I think, are pretty clear. It's a sense for, like, if you're gone all the time, you're in this big, fancy city half your, half your life, your wife is like, of course you're cheating on me, right? Which is, like, a theme that's absolutely been explored before. Uh, so, I think that's pretty clear. But if you think about the Denton days when life was light and sweet, some kid hanging out in school, maybe he grew up somewhere in Texas, grew up in the suburbs of Dallas, um, went to school at the University of North Texas, which has a surprising number of academic programs, as I found in my research. Uh, seems like a pretty solid school. Um, but yeah, yeah everyone... Music school. They have an amazing music school, is my understanding. Um, but yeah, it seems like it's a really seems like it's a sort of a common theme you enjoyed what you did when you were in college and now you're in this crazy rat race and it's like i wish things were just back then the way they were back then i should say yeah this definitely confirms the connection that even musically is there to rich man on the album oh yeah yeah i thought this also musically definitely sounds like rich man but also sounds very similar to um we belong together yeah but i mean it's also it's all on the same album so it makes sense that it kind of sounds a little similar but yeah i think that rich man connection is really important that's cool so it's just them pondering for the days when wealth concerns were not an issue uh-huh the theme that wealth makes things harder mm-hmm. so would you rather be the common man or mark zuckerberg on a jet ski with an american flag that thing was something else yeah i i don't know how to feel about that i don't know if you i i wouldn't even know if i'd want to try one of those i mean i guess i do want to try one of those but yeah it wasn't a jet ski what was it it was like uh i don't even know how to describe it looked like something from star wars it was like the board and then like the board was kind of suspended on top of an arm and the arm extended below the surface of the water i can only imagine it was some sort of propeller or something there and the country know. road was on the in the background. Yeah. Hey, if, is if Zuck married? It, Does Zuck have a family? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's he got married pretty early in his Facebook career. Okay. And I, so I, he, he had a kid at some point. So he made an app designed to rank women, and then decided, you know what, I'm going to settle down. Very quickly, he decided, I don't, I, I want to get rid of my old ways. Yep. Yeah, if anyone hasn't seen the Mark Zuckerberg uh, video we're talking about, just look up Mark Zuckerberg, Country Roads, U.S. flag. And it'll the, fact that the fact that it's Country Roads playing in the background. It's, it's interesting. <laughs> Is he, like, trying to soften his image with the government? Because, I mean, they had a big... Um, there There was a hearing uh, in dc 
against the tech giants back like a year ago. And it was literally just both Democrats and Republicans just bashing on the tech giants because it's the only common ground that exists now. Well, <laughs> that invading the and, NCAA. I was going to say the NCAA. <laughs> uh, it really is beautiful when you get the Supreme Court to just like start just dunking on somebody. It's a joy to see because it almost reminds you like the system can work sometimes, you know? Yeah, so that's good. Like nine zero, right? Yeah, <laughs> it was nuts. Brett Kavanaugh with the uh, with the uh, with with the handles on that one too. That was really something to see. <laughs> anyway, we're, how did we get here? Really off track here. Yeah. Anyway, okay. <laughs> that was I think about those Denton days when life was light and sweet. Somehow we got to Zuck. Um, anyway, yeah. It's it's uh, that's that's how we got there. We were we were making the parallel to Richmond, which I think is an interesting comment on your part. It's something I didn't initially think of, but I think it makes a lot of sense here. Yeah, so going forward, you have verse three. Every time I think I'm done, the plane keeps flying back, and every race beneath the sun just takes another lap. So just guy's obviously tired. Oh, without a doubt. He's, he's tired of going through it. So what what do we mean by race here? Not to like actually like look for something woke where it's not woke. He maybe he could mean like the Indy five hundred for all we know. But yeah, that I, just I seems like a very interesting choice of words. No, you know, it's definitely not race in the sense of that race. Um, yeah, because it says just takes another lap. So yes, definitely like a NASCAR race. Okay, um, but is there race beneath the sun? Is that a day? You know, that could be it. I think that's a that, that's a good point. Or maybe it's some sense for like a race into the sense of like the rat race. Like everyone's kind of doing their thing and he's doing his thing too. But like, I don't know. He's in, in some sense, he's almost able to look at everybody else's race at 40,000 feet because he literally is. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think there's a lot of kind of sayings that could go along with that in terms of just a race, a competitive race being applied to um, a lot of different daily contexts. Mm -hmm. So then we go back to the chorus. And then verse four, I know the price, I know the map, but don't know what it's wor worth. So let the thieves and killers take my treasure on the earth. Which, this is the this is the part where I think he kills himself. Anyway, sorry, you're gonna say something. Well, I I wanted you to bring up the great genius comment on this one. Oh yes. So let me find let me find the genius page because this was really really something special. So we have an absolute king on the genius page. So the first line of this verse, as Nico said, is I know the price, I know the map, and the unreviewed genius annotation states the singer knows the price of the flight and the route of the journey he's not wrong he's not wrong i it's very like magic johnson tweet-esque um, <laughs> with that one um Jess yeah jj they also and, did the highway 99 and 118 mm -hmm. is the same guy okay yeah so that uh, actually was that was helpful and you know what if we're gonna if we're gonna read this guy's canon like we did in that one verse, I think we need to read it here. 
and we need to take it literally that our main character is actually talking about the route. There's probably some sense in some sense in which he's correct. You know, it's like, I, I'm doing this. I know what it costs me. I know what I like literally have to do, but is it really worth what I am putting in? Yeah, I'm just kind of scrolling through the person's co other comments on other songs. And they only did it on one other song um, three years ago on Cult of Personality by Varsity. Okay. I don't know what the song's about, but the first comment is in Stalin's Russia, the Soviet press presented Stalin as a father figure by portraying a strong relationship between him and the people, thus depicting Stalin as being loved by everyone. Through this, the singer conveys her love, lover as someone who's very popular and also loved by all. I'm really curious what this song is. If it no, that's it. We, we, why don't we just add this song to the, to the, to the mix? <laughs> I mean, that sounds good. It's actually interesting. You, I follow this, this very interesting Twitter account, uh, Soviet Visuals, and they, they post mm -hmm. all sorts of stuff. I mean, they post media. They just post like people going about their daily lives. But the propaganda is very interesting because it does paint the state as this like paternal figure. So there's definitely something there. To this on, on first this, this glance, random comment at first glance on the song there is nothing in relation to russia <laughs> so maybe he's just messing with us maybe he got bored one day and logged on i think it's about a relationship okay yeah hmm. okay fair enough anyway so back to this verse i know the price i know the map but i don't know what it's worth so let the thieves and killers take my treasure on the earth. I think this guy's seriously thinking that it's not worth doing it here. So let's try the afterlife, whatever the hell that might be. Mm. I actually, I, I actually think this is kind of like a, like I've lived my life this way. I don't want to do it anymore. Kind of thing. And I know that's very dark, but that is what I thought of. Yeah. I mean, I don't really have a good way of saying no because I think you're probably right. Ugh, that's tough. <laughs> you convinced me. Um, so why is he letting the thieves and killers kill him and not just committing suicide? Is oh, it I kind see. of a passive, um, passive, uh, what's the word? Hopelessness. Yeah, I know what you're trying to say. My thought was more so he's going to take his own life, take matters in his own hands, and then, like, whatever he gained for himself or his family on Earth, just let other people take because he just doesn't care anymore. But how that, if they took the stuff, they would be thieves, but they wouldn't be killers. I guess I, I, I thought of this more so in the sense that he's like, the world is bad. Not like mm -hmm. they are his killers specifically, but rather, like, just bad people yeah i don't know maybe it's a commentary on the oil industry itself maybe he's thinking the people these oil, other oil execs are thieves and killers mm. but that would be okay. an interesting about face for the guy who's like ingrained in this and then all of a sudden it's like not anymore maybe it's a really stressful project that he's working on 
could be. I know the price, I know the map, but don't know what it's worth. And so he has to determine how much to pay someone for your oil rights on their land. Okay. And he's just fed up and he's it's like, let the thieves and killers this, this, treasure on the earth. This whole song is about a business deal. Yeah, business <laughs> deal gone wrong. Um, I, I think you're right. I would, I would go off yours. Which, which is really dark, but I, I, I do think it is helped by the final iteration of the chorus, which instead of Houston, Dubai, Dubai to Houston is Houston, goodbye, goodbye to Houston. And the final version says, now I'm going to wake up where I went to sleep, which really does seem like he's taking matters into his own hands and ended his life. So is he going to wake up? He went to sleep in the afterlife? I don't know. If he dies, then he's going to wake up in the afterlife. I guess. I I don't know. Maybe not going to wake up, that is. Maybe his body will be there, but he's not waking up at his house. Yeah, the, the, the mood of it reads far darker than perhaps the literal reading of whatever it may be. Um, or maybe that's that's just the corner I talked myself into. You're yeah, making a good point here. Right. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he quit his job and he's like, now I'm finally going to be done with it. Yeah. But who knows? Uh, could be. But then... If he's alive, like you said at the top of the show, he went to school at North Texas and yet is leaving Houston. So he's either leaving Houston to go back home to the the, the, the beautiful suburbs of Dallas, or he's getting on that flight to Dubai and not coming home. Yeah. Creating a new life for himself. Creating a new life for himself with the woman that his wife thought he was cheating with. Gotta respect it. Who who was there? Yeah, I mean, hey. <laughs> who who hasn't thought of it? <laughs> we've we've all been there. Who hasn't thought of <laughs> leaving behind their oil tycoon lifestyle to stay True. with your Dubai honey? Dubai mistress, yeah. Come on, guys. <laughs> Fellas, be honest. <laughs> um Wow, I'm glad we read into this song because it's not this like happy poppy thing that the music makes. What Vampire Weekend song have we covered? Has been. I know you're saying that, but like this might be the happiest Vampire Weekend song musically. I can't think of a a brighter one. Yeah. Besides maybe Ladies of Cambridge, but then Ladies of Cambridge has the bridge. That's weird. Contrast wise, I'm trying to think of the song that's the most darkest compared to how bright the music is we haven't gotten to diane young yet but that's a contender i was gonna say uh blake's got a new face yes yes because that's like (laughs) neutral if not a little poppy and then it it could not probably could not be darker might be the darkest theme in the vampire weekend discography yeah definitely having no lost all sense of your senses and any meaning to live yeah that's maybe maybe not being able to kill yourself maybe once a week i think about how we talked about that song and just how dark it was i just remember someone told me they like listen to my podcast and i was like which episode they're like oh uh blake's got a new face (laughs) why are you telling me this (laughs) that's awful 
<laughs> so bad. What would you, I had this conversation with you off the air, but if you had to recommend the podcast to somebody, I thought our conversation on White Sky was really good. If we're going to toot our own horns here for a sec, I really liked the White Sky episode. White Sky was good. I, I don't remember what I said. Um, Spring Snow, I thought was good. Because mm-hmm. we dug into the trilogy. Yes. But I feel like there's a better one. I don't know. Campus was like nice and clean. It was our second episode too. Yeah. <laughs> Man, pizza party was a lot of fun. <laughs> pizza, pizza party was really really fun Flower oh that's good. the one i said um jerusalem girl which one finger oh back. um Fingerback. Finger you're right Fingerback yeah. was a lot of fun that was a yeah. long one too yeah that's the one i would recommend okay anyway. so folks if you made it this far <laughs> go back and listen to an episode that you've probably already listened to considering the fact that you made it this far into this episode. Made it this far into the Japanese bonus track, Houston yeah. Dubai episode that's ran probably 20 minutes longer than it should have. No, yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, they definitely have listened to it. <laughs> Favorite Any, uh, lyric? What's that? Favorite lyric. Oh, um... How come I haven't thought about this yet? Um, I think about those Denton days when life was light and sweet. Yeah, I figured you were going to pick that. Um, you go, Houston, goodbye, goodbye to Houston, because goodbye sounds like Dubai. So that was kind of cool. It's a nice little, little thing they did there. Before I realized it's about a man killing himself, but maybe. <laughs> we can't know for sure. Possibly. <laughs> um, Top five. Let's go. Uh, this life, stranger, unbelievers, ladies of Cambridge, cousins. Let's go, cousins this week for the five spot. I'm gonna go flower moon, um, unbelievers, campus. And go stranger and missing one oh spring snow beautiful beautiful okay and our hat for this week is life teen camp hidden lake in delonica georgia am i saying that right i don't know i'm tired you went to georgia for a life teen camp well i work there I didn't know you worked there. Yeah. No, I, yeah. you did. I did. You did tell me you worked at a camp. I didn't know it was that specifically in that location. Yeah. Okay. So beautiful little town. Highly recommend the town. Um, has an ice cream par- parlor that serves the best blueberry cobbler ice cream ever. Yum. Um, highly recommend. Yeah, it's Delonica, Georgia. Delonica. Okay. Everlasting Arms. Oh. So tune That's kind in of a next, fun one. Tune in next week for Everlasting Arms. Take it easy, folks. Um.